360 Wisdom Speaks podcast would like to give a big shout out to our sponsor today, Alternative Solutions with Results. They are innovators in vibrational medicine. Check out their website, https colon double slash join dot tribers dot io forward slash frequency 528. And now back to the show. Welcome, everyone, to Wisdom Speaks. Today, our guest is calling in from Chicago, and it's a little chilly out there today, she says. Her name is Allison Sutter, and we want to welcome you to the Wisdom Speaks show. Glad to be here. So, I understand you're an author and a speaker, you work in education. And you've gone down a journey like most of us have. So share a little bit about how that journey started and what your big aha moments were and how things shifted for you. Sure. I started in elementary education. That is where I was trained and got a master's degree in education years ago. Um, And I thought I was going to go down the path of administrator and that path. Then I when I got pregnant, I stayed home, decided to stay home with my kids. It wasn't financially feasible for, for me where I started in, in the private sector. It wasn't going to translate. So I stayed home. And as my kids got a little bit older, I got three girls who are now 19, 17, and 15. When they were younger, I wanted to know more about holistic health. So I went and got what's called a Czech, there's a Czech Institute, Paul Czech, um, a holistic lifestyle coaching certification. And I thought, well, maybe I'll, you know, go into holistic lifestyle coaching. But that ended up just being a starting point at which I dove into spirituality. And I actually worked with somebody who was very well known in the personal development industry for a couple of years. Um, and as I got further into that, that, um, the topics and stuff, I realized what I didn't want to do and what I did want to do. And there was a sort of a, a generalized narrative in personal development. There's some talking points that are very common um, in personal development, self-help, spirituality. And I decided that I wanted to add a different take to that narrative. Um, so what I did is I actually took what I knew about standardized education. And there are certain things that we you know, um, we do in standardized education, we try to get kids to memorize information and we try to get them to, you know, take a test. And so that mentality has transferred over into a lot of different industries because it's how we're trained. We're trained to memorize information. We think that memorizing information is what creates our transformation. It is not. So I took that, I blended it with my own spiritual, um, experiences like I had a dream when I was three and I didn't remember it clearly until later where I was a light body and a light being and the more I focused on love the more my my physicality in this vision melted away when I was 20 my mom died of cancer I saw the energy leave her body when she died Um, so experiences like this kind of all blended into 
how do I want to talk about specific topics such as I started writing courses actually in visualization, abundance mindset, and I gathered about 4,600 students on a particular platform. And from there, I decided to write my own book called Accelerate Your Mojo, talk about specific topics, the nature of reality, beliefs, fear, um, specifically negative and positive belief structures, in, um, intuition, because it really is the key. You don't need to get advice from somewhere else. It's, if you listen to your intuition, it will guide you in the right direction. And then being authentically oneself, because I had social anxiety growing up. It started when I was 11. It was intense because of the drama going on in my family. So I took all of those topics. I said, how do I want to speak about these topics? And so it led me to create the Accelerate Your Mojo program, which is my signature program. It's my book. It's my online program. It's what I work with individuals on when we work together. And basically the book and the online course is like the curriculum. And because of the way I knew what I knew about standardized education, I knew how to individualize it because there is kind of, there can be a standardization to personal development because of the way we've been taught as individuals to approach learning and material. So I decided, how am I going to make sure that whatever I focus on is accentuating the individualization, both in the process and for the person. Oh, that makes perfectly good sense. And like you said, there's so much out there and it's to make it relevant and bring it together. So you kind of took both sides of the fence and took the best of both worlds and, and brought it together. That's, that's great. And, you know, so looking at personal development, because that's just a broad spectrum, you know, to be able to pinpoint it down into a certain element of that makes it even greater when people speak with you because now you can zero them in on a focus. And we all have a certain focus and a, and a path, you know, and so being able to close it in, we get a clearer picture of who we really are, right? Would you agree with that, Nicole? Oh, gosh, 100%. You know, making things simple making things simplified for the public to understand that, that there is a, a, a path that is consistent. And, and, and Beverly and I were just having this conversation before the show about your verbiage and your words and that it crosses barriers, how we talk about certain subjects, how we can implement them in your intuition, your clarity, your faith and trust in, in, into not just your spirit life, but you know, your regular life. And, and make it easy for that movement uh, to, to quantify out publicly. Especially, you know, with social, the, the, like the social anxiety that you had talked about. This is a great way to reach people where part of that, I, my belief is as an energy worker that, uh, you know, being an empath, it, it's hard to navigate life because we pick up so much, right? And, 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 and we, we don't know how to work that into our daily life. We're taught that it's two different spectrums instead of a whole entire consciousness together. Precisely. I mean, what I teach is how to blend your spiritual nature, which is the true nature from my perspective of who we are, non-physical consciousness, into this perception and um, perspective of being physical and, and blending those two and not making it, you know, I have to die to be spiritual but I'm spiritual now. And how do I use that connection <laughs> to the essence of who I am to make this physical perception and reality 
better, more joyful, easier. And, you know, and part of what I did is I taught kindergarten. So my work had to be simplified. It there could you not go. be complicated. And right. that's, that's, I think, what turns a lot of people away is that com- complexity or this, I've got a secret sauce that you have to navigate through to get to. But why not make it easy so everybody does it? So we are lifting at, you know, living and lifting up our vibrations at a better level. And it's just had to be so marvelous for you going through this and, and connecting to your children with that. I mean, three girls. Wow. That's a, that's a dynamic of itself, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. From their perspective though, I'm their mom. And so they're not really interested. And part of why I wrote the book was to be some sort of conversation piece that if they ever want to read it when they get older, it will be there for them, but they're not really interested. You know, I'm mom, I'm not this other thing. So, <laughs> well, I, I think as, as time goes by, you're going to see that I, I had three, like your stair steps, like having triplets, right? Yeah. And I had two boys and a girl. Well, as you watch them go into their adult lives and start moving into their twenties, they will incorporate everything, you know, and it's interesting to just sit back and watch them do the things that you spoke about unconsciously. By the time they reach their thirties, now they're going to start verbalizing and now mom knows stuff again because right now you don't know anything right it's no. interesting how, <laughs> how kids go through those phases but we all we all do it and you let them become themselves but they've been around you all their life so it becomes part of what just who they are um you know you mentioned something here earlier on intuition is all you need is intuition to pay attention to what your intuition, what that gut feeling is, what that, I just know it and not question yourself, right? So when, you know, when you have clients that you're working with or just friends or someone, you know, even your children, you know, it's, it it can be kind of confusing and kind of a conflict because you don't know what you don't know until you know what you know. And then what are you going to do with it? Because now you, you become doubtful maybe, or you question it. How do you, kind of work with that to move people into really starting to pay attention and take that first intuition, that first gut hit and say, okay, I'm going to capitalize on this and work with it. Well, there's two different ways to look at this. The first is what is your definition of intuition? And the second is, you know, how do you become more in alignment and trust that because here's the deal with intuition people have a definition of intuition and part of it includes a gut feeling or the goosies on the skin or you know fill in the blank what is your definition you'll hear yourself say it but we have to be careful with definitions because they focus our attention and then we leave out other stuff for example I was thinking about this because I have a group on Facebook that I just did a whole summit on intuition and stuff. And, and a lot of the questions are, how do I know what it is and how do I trust it? So I'm thinking about the question and I'm actually, I've got like an exercise bike in the garage and I was like listening to music and I was listening to the same song over and over and over again. And when I did, I could see myself with my higher self having a connection. And then she goes, this is it. You haven't defined it to leave out daydreams, visualizations, thoughts, ideas, conversations, because if you define it just as gut feeling 
or gooseies on the skin. You're going to miss her when she talks to you because intuition is a conversation between you and your higher self. And it's coming through all the time. And if you have, you know, if you don't keep the definition and the door open, you will miss the ways that you are being guided through your higher consciousness. And it might just be an idea that you're curious about. That's an intuitive hit. Curiosity is, is an intuitive guidance mechanism as well as just a gut feeling or a knowing. It can be anything and everything depending on how you define it. Then there's trust. So when you were young, kindergarten, let's say, five and below, you trusted your intuition because you had a, an unsullied connection with that spirit aspect of you that's present 24-7. People stayed out of your business. They didn't tell you to stop seeing that imaginary spirit next to you. They didn't tell you not to build the Legos in that way. They didn't tell you when you get to be five and you go to kindergarten, they go, <laughs> nope, now we're going to tell you exactly how you're supposed to think how you're supposed to walk, how you're supposed to be, and you lose that, you, you don't lose it because to say that you've lost it indicates you have to find it again. It's always present. You just don't honor it anymore. And right. you've talked out of listening to it. So to get back in tune with it, you have to start the conversation again. And I encourage people to start small because you don't believe it's there. You have a belief system that says, I am not intuitive, or I can't trust it, or I can't see it unless it comes through this or that way. So you have an active belief system. So you have to be begin to deactivate it by focusing on something else, which is I am intuitive. And here's the way it comes through for me. Start with your socks. Do you wanna wear blue socks or green socks? What is your highest level of excitement for today? Based on the choices that you have in front of you, take it as far as you can take it, but don't need it to produce something. You know, what do you want to have on your salad? Do you go to the grocery store and hold, you know, a bag of grapes and some strawberries? What will be more uh, nutritive or, or enhance my nutrition level today more? And go with it, right? Yeah. Is, is your vibe, it's just like saying, is your vibe high with it? Are you vibing high? Are you liking it? Trust it. And then you say, hey, note to self, it didn't work out, right? <laughs> or <laughs> well, you know, yeah, well, yeah, we have this kind of like, like you said, you know, it has to be a certain way. So when you talk about spiritual, th people think, oh, right? And it's not that. It is those decisions every single day and the simplicity, again, going back into that, it's like, yeah, your choice. Well, do I eat this or do I eat this? Do I pick this up or do I pick that up? Do What am I paying attention? Do I want to wear that shirt or that shirt? Which color, you know, are you attracted to? All of those are intuitive things that your body is saying, hey, you know what? I want you to wear that red shirt because, you know, you really need that red shirt today because you're going to be meeting up with someone. You're going to need that little bit of strength to be able to speak it out here, right? And have that confidence, you know, so all of these things are done unconsciously, you know, so we never do lose that intuition, but you have different levels of it. And that was put very well to start it at that lower level and then begin moving it upward, right? So we're mm -hmm. going to take a short commercial break here and then we're going to come back and we're going to find out more about what makes Allison tick. 
So we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Wisdom Speaks with our guest, Allison Sutter out of Chicago. We've been talking about intuition. We've been talking about spirituality. We've been talking about education and her journey going from being a school teacher of kindergartners of all, you know, it's like, wow, you know, that is so refreshing because they have no fear. They have no walls you know, and they just say it like it is, which is something I think we can all learn about just being right instead of being told what to do, when to do, how to do it, where to do it, why to do it. And sometimes that's what the educational system does. And we begin losing pieces of who the element of our individuality is. So, Allison, why don't you share a little bit, uh, you know, with the people on helping them find that ability to begin working with their identity and that intuition combination to say, wow, how do I get back into, you know, really being confident in my decisions and going forth and not letting, you know, some of the old sabotage stuff come up, you know, get in the way. Well, it, again, you have to begin to address your active beliefs and what you believe about yourself and the world. And those take some time because we only have 24 hours in a day and we're sleeping some of that day. (laughs) But for me, I had to really believe, and this comes through experiential learning because that's the only kind of learning that there is when you are experiencing something and having your awareness combined with the situation, combined with new knowledge and all these different things, but understand who I am. I am a hundred percent spiritual being right now. I do not have to do anything else. I don't have to die. I don't have to do yoga 24 seven. I don't have to meditate. I don't have to be a better person. I am a hundred percent spiritual now. So because that is the center of who I am and who you are, by the way, if you're listening to this, you are the same because we're all non-physical consciousness focused here. So I'm focused here. And when I got here, I now have this physical perception and I have guidance in navigating my world, my reality. And part of that is intuition. Part of it is an emotional guidance system, but part of it is intuition. And so you have to begin to play with these intellectual concepts and make them emotionalized concepts for you. Things that you truly believe beyond a shadow of a doubt are true because I know that intuition is my conversation with my higher self. It's got the mountaintop view. I'm down on the path. It's giving me signals from how to get from where I am to where I want to be all day, every day. I can listen. I don't have to listen. It doesn't mean I'm a good person, a bad person. It's just a journey from birth to death. I mean, I'm constantly learning and navigating. So if you want to trust your intuition more, you have to begin to play. You have to get on the playground. One of the reasons I tell people to start small is because it doesn't feel so wait. If you try to intuit whether you should invest in the stock market, you've never done it. You you have you know, a, a poor relationship with money. It's too much. It's too, like, don't try to intuit what to say to your sister next when you haven't talked to her in her 20 years. Like right? there's, <laughs> there's, it's just too big. And if you don't 
now that that's not to say you couldn't do that if you had a great relationship with your intuitive understanding and knowledge for sure you could but if you don't believe you're intuitive and you know what you believe by what you say if you say i don't think i'm intuitive well you don't believe you're intuitive it's not subconscious it's right there <laughs> exactly you are right but let, let's bring that back for a second because that's important how easy you 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 make this be because you don't have to buy the meditation room, right? You don't have to drive a certain car. You don't have to dress a certain way. You don't have to hang out with a certain tribe that you're not comfortable with yet or, uh, you know, different people. You don't have to shift your life. And it's very important for people to see even just that moment, you can do it at work in a quiet space for just a moment, right? And, and, and trust what your next decision is even on the job. You can do it at home. There's so many places you can do it in a house with a mouse kind of thing, right? You could do it here or there. You could do it everywhere. And that's the important thing for people, I believe, to understand. I love that so much because it, just be you. Just trust that you're the I am. Just trust in your intuition and just try it on. You know, you don't have or, to buy it. Or do it and don't trust. I mean, you don't have to trust 100% to start the process. Like if you don't trust, start the process anyway. Figure out what happens through the experience and, and see the feedback from your inner world and your outer, outer world and say, okay, so how does that feel? What happened? What, did I gain more knowledge? Do I now know what it feels like to be distrustful? of my own intuitive guidance, because the, the more that you do that, the more you're gonna feel the resonance of distrust. You're gonna be able to make a choice. Do I want something different? And go from there. So you don't, you just start where you are. It doesn't matter, because I didn't start trusting it. I started completely distrusting it. I had no idea what it was. I didn't, I didn't think I was intuitive. I thought everybody else was intuitive. Like you just start where you are. Exactly. You know, I think that's relevant what you're saying about trusting because trust is earned, okay? It, it's in, and even trusting the self, you know, it's, it's something that you earn. And, and when you look at the world around you and everything that's been brought up, you have a database of information from the experiences. So what was once your truth as you were growing up <clears throat> doesn't necessarily mean that it's truth for you as an adult because your experiences are different. So it's okay to look at that and say, okay, how do I shift? It's not right or wrong. It's like the information I have now is kind of making this maybe not so true anymore. And give yourself the opportunity to shift with it. Test the waters, tip your toe in, go there. You know, when you change that belief system that's been kind of running autopilot, so to speak, in a lot of cases, you know, and step out of that comfort zone, do something completely opposite of what your personality says you are that just runs, you know, you automatically respond this way all the time. Do something completely different. Not only will it jar you, but the people on the receiving end, they're going to stop in their tracks and like, what did you just say? You know, what are you, what are you doing? It's like, whoa, that is like, what did you, what did you do with my friend? <laughs> right? You know, and so 
does it feel comfortable? What feels comfortable with it? What feels discomfortable? You know, which goes back into, I'm going to trust this because my belief is creating a conflict and I feel uncomfortable doing it this way now because it's like I know different and start implementing those things. Little steps at a time. One little baby step at a time. And then pretty soon, you know, all of a sudden those little steps just like disappear and you just go for it. But you have to start. Like you said, you have to start. Yeah. Take some action. Absolutely. That's Play with it. Play play with it. View it like you did when you were little. There was no punishment for playing fairy in the background or or in the backyard or playing Legos or skipping down the street and writing with chalk on the sidewalk. I mean, right now I'm learning, learning the ukulele. I learn it one strum at a time. I strum the wrong notes half the time, but I'm still getting a little better every single day. Right. It's the same thing. It's experiential learning. That's the problem with education is they, they tried to convince you that if you could memorize it and it existed in your head, it was going to be meaningful. It isn't meaningful until you experience it through the context of your own life and lens. That's when you go, oh, there's, there's the meaning and this is the meaning that I bring to it. And this is my truth. Well, you have to have both the theory and the experience. And that's in anything that you do. And, and that's just the commonality. Having somebody sit back and kind of watch it from a detached mode, kind of armchair quarterbacking the scene isn't the fairness of the person actually participating in the game. And, and so that's that, that's that moving of the separation of your subconscious and your intuition. You know, are you, are you kind of separating that that uh, monkey mind and all the things telling you not to do it and moving towards now that new action oriented of the intuition and the trust and your mindset just shifts. Um, But, you know, have fun. If you have fun with it, truthfully, if you have fun with it and do it in that joy and try it with simple things like socks or how you're wearing your hair, just little simple things, you know, color lipstick, uh, flavor in your water or you have the tea you're buying today. Um, you know, if you, you dabble in it a little bit, that, that brings more of that trust and you're having fun, you know, do it with things that you like. I'm getting on the treadmill or am I getting on the bicycle? Maybe I'll meet somebody when I decide to get on the bicycle at the gym. I met a new person today, right? Had I gotten on the treadmill, um, I wouldn't have met anybody, you know, because maybe, you know, uh, that next treadmill was closed. You never, uh, realize what you'll get out of it. And that's the fun of doing it and participating so much in, in that game and having the joy. Like you said, going back to childhood, there is nothing like that moment of dressing up and running around with fairies, go hiking in the mountains. It's a different realm. You'll get the elemental beings, right? Um, but just kind of go out there and have fun with it. Well, it's that pretend world. And that's the innocence, right? It's getting back into the innocence of who you are. Right. And play the what if game. You know, so when I'm working with with clients and stuff, too, it's like, let's go back into the what if. So it doesn't make it like as scary as this. What if? Try it. So what if? And then if the what if wasn't so comfortable, don't do it again. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's just about 
It's about being free. So one of the things that kept me in my sense of freedom was I didn't tell people what I was doing because usually when you tell people, they'll give you their opinion. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes that opinion can dissuade you yes. from the realness of your own experience. If you say, you know what? I had a dream last night about an angel visiting. So it's, oh, they're not real. And you're like, well, well maybe it wasn't, you know, it's sort of like- <laughs> Don't tell people if it affects your own trust in yourself and your own exploration right. of these ideas. Find people that you can talk to that won't tell you that you're an idiot. You just share it with a stranger. That's the best way to do it. You know? you know, it's kind of crazy how that works. And it's like those that are closest to you that you're excited about, and you want to share it. And then they just shoot you in the foot and you're like, oh, <laughs> right. You know, so, and, and it's interesting because we know how people respond because it's that personality trait, right? And so understanding those personality traits. So you have to ask yourself, all right, do I want to share this and stay high or do I want to be knocked down? It's like, I'm, you know, I, I think I'm being done knocked over the cliff, right? I think I'm going to go where there's no cliff and I'll go over here and test these waters, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's just trusting yourself is sometimes a solo experience in the beginning until you feel strong enough in your, you know, your own alignment with your truths right. to share it with others. And that is, that is so true right there. What you just said, you know, share with yourself. Cause really it, it all begins with the self. When you change the inner world of who you are, find out your true element know your identity, become the expression of it, the world out here around you changes. You want to try to change people's opinion about you. It's not going to happen. It doesn't matter what other people think about you. It matters what you think about you. And you become an expression and you just be that. And those that are uncomfortable being around you at being, you know, who your true identity is, you know, they're going to move out of your life and new people are going to come in. So it's always a change. You know, change is consistent. It's the only consistent thing in the world. You know, you go with it or not. And you don't have to prove anything to anybody, right? <laughs> so, wow. Allison, this has been a treat having you here and bringing this out and looking from a different perspective it, at that child, you know, and going back and how you incorporated your educational background into finding and understanding your spirituality and and looking what that is because I think a lot of you know again the interpretation of words we talked a little bit about some definitions what is spirituality you know and it's it really has nothing to do with religion it has to do with the soul essence and your inner working of your identity and your soul and you're trusting and and receiving the messages that we all are capable of doing and so i want to thank you so much for sharing that and being here nicole thank you for joining us today as well if you have one more morsel of wisdom seeing how this is the wisdom speak show what would you share with the audience today I would say the phrase, you create your own reality. Go play with that. See what it means to you. See where it leads you. See what books it pops up into your 
you know, uh, life, just where does it lead you? Wow. I just got chills when you said that, you know, what is your reality? Yeah. And then what are you going to do with it? So thank you again, Allison, for being here. And who knows, she may return. Thank Thanks, you everyone. so much.